Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Podcast. This is the back of the bus session. Hello and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Back of the Bus Sessions podcast. Today I'm absolutely buzzing. It's taken us a bit too long to get to this moment <laughs> here, man. As I said before, I'm going to swear now. I am wank on social media. <laughs> but everything happens in time on time, doesn't it? That's that, Dude, that's, that's, already that, that's the crux of it. <laughs> Bottom line, no matter how much you like it or dislike it, that's the fact, isn't it? So that's it. Welcome aboard. Jordan, a.k.a. Jay Littles. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm here, I'm here, finally, finally, we made it. We're going land. mad on here, baby. <laughs> now, genuinely, thank you so much for being here. Oh, mate, honestly, it's 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 an honour, because like I was saying earlier, like you get an idea of what it looks like from watching the part i've seen i've seen when you was doing your work and stuff when you had a, when you was putting the stage together and things like that because my two friends ty and they did their thing, cool. thing, oh, thing what here, a, local healers mate. What yeah, a gig. that looks so much because i actually it was my friend's birthday that day oh. and i and nay was messaging me and he said yeah come here da, 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 and that's when i ended up in um risley oh so, oh <laughs> yeah, mate so said, you tried to get here yeah, then. yeah, yeah and tried, that, to, that was I tried the... to get here and Bless then by you. that time by the time i'd realized where he said it was um, it was like it was late. That it was like eleven o'clock, 11, and I was like, they were just closing down yeah, then yeah, as well. Yeah, so, and we're in a spot where we're out the way, but mm. there are still houses around, so you can't keep yeah, pumping yeah, yeah, it yeah, till yeah, yeah. one in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Apart from my sister's wedding, which was last week, and they did, and it's the only shit we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People, I go to the gym and like, right, Mikey, come here. Need a word with you. <laughs> but you take you take that one on the chin for a wedding, anyway, for yeah. a wedding, no, baby. No, yeah. But today, yes, you've been doing interesting things in the community work projects yeah so um, i want to hear about this because we've had mate an amazing chat already about an hour we've had an off-camp pod already and i feel like bez is <laughs> <laughs> i really do i'm going whatever your mission you're on sign me up yeah. I'm, I'm in so um we've been doing this thing um it's called insight community project and um it's well it started with my with, with my two mates um henry and owen shouts out henry and owen shouts out insight and this came from um, a project they put together. We was talking about it today, and it was three years ago. And I was like, <laughs> you know, you're just like, what? Three years already? So they had this thing called Off the Rail. Um, so Owen um, and one of his brothers and, and, and some of his um, family got into like skating and stuff like that. Mm. And in Long Eaton, there's a big skate park on West Park. And um, like within my circle of friends, we've got DJs. We've got MCs, we've got people that do bits of art, dance, skating, blah, blah, blah. Wow. So all this stuff got chucked together. And um, I, at the time, I was just like, just giving them a little hand with it and whatever. Huh. And um, just put together this this, this big event, um, just one day in the summer. That was all it was um, going to be, one yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, from that, I think it got rained off in the end. <laughs> like, lo, lo and behold, you know what I mean? Good old UK weather. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, so from then, that sparked certain conversations, like for things to go on further down the line. And then ah. Henry and Owen did um, another thing similar to what we're doing now in another area in Long Eaton, like the rough part of Long Eaton called Petersham, where they worked with young kids and tried to do multi-sport and things like that. And that was successful. And um, so off the back of that, obviously they came to the realisation that like there's no one that's actually doing anything 
around this way. Mm. So that long eating is it's NG10, but it's still classed as Derbyshire. Yeah. So when you're trying to get all your funding and stuff in Nottingham, there's all sorts going off in Nottingham. It's like, huh. especially for y- young people and stuff like that. And there's, it's like there's certain people that have kind of got their hands in yeah. the pops already. To, and when, to, you, when you're in a funding. pot, that's kind of you sorted yeah. in it. Then. So, um, so, but luckily enough, falling under that Derbyshire category. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be much. Hundred percent at all, and um, you know I think one of the one one of the main advantages of it, I would definitely say, is the fact that the young black men, mm. and you know they give him because it kind of started off by because like urban culture these days it's some something that a lot of young people follow no matter where they come from, mm. and I think they kind of use that to to their advantage and. It, in a way and um, so they was kind of just given a chance so they did this thing in Petersham and that was quite successful so then um, they put in for some more funding for a summer camp mm. so that's what I've ended up getting involved in wow um, all, all, it all happened like by chance like I had an issue at work that meant I was off work for four weeks and the four weeks just so happened to be from the start of the summer camp to today when it ended wow. I've just came from the last one just Dude. now and um Literally, we've had between, I'd say, late twenties to mid thirties kids, huh. um, not not in age and numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> I'd love to be a thirty-year-old kid. <laughs> Mate, I, I, I was. I mean, yeah. I, I probably had more fun than them. And 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 the thing that um, struck me the most was it was the same kids that came every day. Huh. So you get to, you got to see new friendships made and things like that, and the fact that all the same kids wanted to kind of come back said a lot. And so so from Mondays to Thursdays, that's what we've been doing. We've been doing multi sports. We've got a thing called the Sky Trail. It's almost like um like a small go ape type thing mm. where like you got some little obstacle course with your harness and you are balancing on these beams Bloody and stuff fun like that. As well, it, go I went on it once. I'm scared to death of fucking heights, <laughs> mate. Honestly, I was on there at first grabbing onto the pole. I was like, I'm not going nowhere. By the end of it, I actually, I actually completed it, and all the kids were like, John. <laughs> so it was, it, it was like, yeah, it was, a, it, it was a moment that was for me. But um, no, honestly, it's been, it's been, it's been wicked. It's been wicked. This sounds great. And do you know at the start of the podcast when you said? Things happen as they happen when they're supposed to happen. Yeah. What what was the actual saying? You said it good. Everything happens in time on time. Whew, I'm taking that. I can't remember. I, I, I mean, I, I, I've nicked that from a film I or something. I said it in the it's most convoluted no. way then, but <laughs> could you imagine? At a time when it, when it meets the... <laughs> if mine was sort of like when I die and it's on my gravestone, <laughs> it's going to be an expensive gravestone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's crazy because you being here today, you know, I feel we're going to collaborate from this through oh, this. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. me and my partner Chrissy, we're busy in lots of different avenues, mm-hmm. but we're not just sort of sold on one. We want to try it all out. We yeah. like the events, we like the workshops. I love doing the podcast the most at the minute, and I've got the music side. It's all sort of like spinning plates. Yeah. But just from doing that and posting up a lot, we had our the council in touch recently and the police have just given a pot of money uh, to us and we haven't even have to put out for that they've come to us so just saying we saw you on social media we've not seen much going on like that we want to see what you can do so we've got our first um meeting on monday mm. But that's it. All the kids are coming already. They're just like, yeah, you're having it. <laughs> so, Have you got an idea in terms of so, numbers? So, yeah, it's going to be very similar. And guess what I called it? What? 
off the brakes. Off that's dude, it. that's why. Because <laughs> my, my concept, that's mental. dude, it's madness. That's crazy. And that's why I had to come up there. I was listening in, going, I love this man. <laughs> There's some reason it's together because. What I I got kicked out of my schools. I did not do well at school at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, got told I was dyslexic really early on, and then no coping mechanisms or help behind it. it was just like, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> Deal with it. You've <laughs> you've got a predisposition. Mm. Don't turn it into a superpower. Just keep it as a problem. Superpower, and, you know. Yeah, and I I, I would have really helped having yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I've managed to get out of school. With a lot of problems, a lot of mistakes made. I went travelling and I, I found poetry. Mm-hmm. It was through losing a friend I, I okay. found it, but it came to me. And in that, I was going to loads of schools then, teaching it and giving workshops. Oh, sick. Yeah, man. I did that for about two years, but after it all, I just felt I, I've done it now. I love it. I'll still keep going in when I feel I can, but I was going to Cornwall, I was going to all over. All over, yeah, yeah. I was a bit tired after a while, <laughs> and I've got, got my daughter, got my partner, and I was just thinking, I prefer to be at home, really. Yeah. I, I love travelling, but it's just so much. And do you know when you've done a workshop and you're, you've got your adrenaline up here, mm-hmm. and then you're driving five hours home? Yeah. yeah no, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the idea was, I want to bring a space to Ripley, because my philosophy from Ripley was always... There's F all to do. Mm-hmm. Nothing goes on. Yeah. And the best quote ever given to me, ingrained in me through life, was if there's not a scene, make a scene. That's I sick. loved it. It was yeah, on a it was sick. on a that's flight sick. that I, I was going to South Africa and this really old fellow I thought, Oh, don't put me next to it. Oh, here he come. Oh, of course he's next to me. It was the best encounter. Do you know what? Yeah, I I've I always kind of if you find yourself in a situation su- su- such as that I don't know. Just just from seeing things on films and things like that, if I if I if, if I encountered someone like that for for whatever reason, an old person will sit next to me. Yeah. Like me, me personally, I'm very private. I'm very. If you see me and you and, and like you you don't know me, I know that I look a little bit unapproachable to a certain extent, and I, I keep myself to myself mm. a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Outside of people that, that that know me and that I'm close to, but you see, in situations like that, if I'm on a, if if I was say on a bus or a train or yeah. whatever, and an old person sat next to me, that would get my brain ticking. Like, yeah, this old person's sitting next to me for for, for a reason. Ah, I may not initiate yeah, conversation, yeah. but yeah. I I always allow for the possibility of that to kind of come about what a because great you can you, you can learn so. Because I used to just go around to my um to to my uh, grandma's and mm. I used to just sit there. And just, just ask her questions, mm. and just because outside, because obviously she got to a certain age, couldn't really walk and stuff. She was always in the house, and you know she was like the boss of of of, of my family. You know what I mean? She's she's been here since like the the sixties. Wow, from 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 Jamaica. Days. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like, um, yeah, a lot of my knowledge and understanding and mm. and. and a lot of my ways just literally come from just sitting, just sitting there and just like waiting for a little gem wow waiting for her to say something do you know what i mean and there's a lot there's a lot of things that i take from her you know I mean, a, lot, a lot of little a lot of little sayings and stuff when we go into your music i bet she's going to come back around isn't she yeah 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 well yeah just on that project front again I'm really happy now. Mm. I'm so proud of where we've got to approachable, wanting to work within our community and give them them little ideas of, you know, 
the world isn't just this one-way direction yeah, that you yeah, may yeah. have been grained and told. And that's it. We've got this... We have eight-week course, mm. and I'll be transparent on here. We're not making a bag out of it because my vision was, like yourself, I've got so many incredible people that I want to give them that experience to. So, do you know, yeah. like Motor Mouth and... Yeah, Alex. Yeah, 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 yeah Alex, of course. Of course, yeah, the, yeah, of course. The local healers. Yeah. We've got Harley come in. Classics. I've yeah, got... Yeah. Um, Project Zeus, incredible band, mm. really good mates. Uh, Circle of Light and oh yeah, yeah. so um, the guy that, um, that that I work with, Claude Money, ah. um, he ah. works with um, the gentleman. That, so the, the gentleman that owns this, the studio that I record at, Circus Studios. Yeah. I think he's kind of overseeing the Circle of Light awesome. project because it's got Scorsese in it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. um, so in, in in amongst me making my latest project, obviously I've heard word of like what's going what on I've with the circle to, of life stuff so um is that the one i've listened to yeah the yeah, one, yeah, 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 yeah i love yeah, it man yeah, yeah, i love yeah. it it's, it's, yeah. really excited yeah. about that yeah but but that's it we, we've we got this eight week course and then anyway we've not done a, anything yet first one is this monday coming and we've mm. got like a a really fun actor and it, i wanted the first one to be drama because mm-hmm. everyone meets each other yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not that drama at school drama it's fun up movement yeah, icebreakers yeah, yeah, yeah. but then it's gonna be 20 to 30 kids 11 to 18 and mm. we're gonna split it because me and chrissy have got our creative side yeah then the main workshopper and then we're gonna swap every hour right, so right, they've got right, something right. going off mm-hmm. what's the what, what's the you, you, you like starting and finishing times each day? six to eight flipping eh? yeah that's, six no, to eight that's nice that's good that but is yeah, yeah yeah the great thing is as i said not done anything they called us the other day and were like we're gonna do another 20 weeks of this <laughs> they're just straight up they're like we we know it's gonna go well we've do you, seen do you know it. what we had was it not yesterday the day before we had a scientist come really so um so henry got in touch with this scientist guy that, that he knows and um so we was using the long eating rugby clubs facilities mm. it was really kind to us let us use the kitchen and stuff to prepare food and things like that so when we we're like making the food they had all the all the kids sat in in like the main room and then the rugby club also have a summer camp mm. but that's for like I'd say five to eight year olds, maybe. So we was like, "Oh, you lot can just come and, and watch it." Sick. And honestly, they was all blown away. And like, obviously, is is breaking down all the different components and elements and things of that nature. But all they wanted to see was some shit bubble up and loads of smoke come out of a, a glass jar. Mate. And honestly, they was going mental for it. It was really good. Mate. And it's it's something that that I would never have thought of to kind of implement into something like a summer camp. Honestly, they've done they've done it all. Yeah, they've literally done it I'm all. Like, and I'm, I'm feeling a buzz now. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, Honestly, yeah, yeah, already yeah. I, we're, we're twenty minutes in already. Love. Already, and <laughs> I've spoke to you for an hour and yeah. I've. In my head, made a, a plan with you in it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm there already. <laughs> I'm going. I love this guy, and I can see it really buzzing around here. Because, yeah, that that has been the philosophy grained into me from going to my local school, Millill, having a disgusting time there. It was just mm-hmm. a bullying factory, yeah. and that mainstream education view. I know there's so many different schools with different ideas. Yeah. But they rammed that sort of sheep hurdle, cast everyone in doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you're creative, you can bugger off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, yeah. You, you're a bit active or ADHD, maybe, whatever it is. No, fit this mould or you're out. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was straight out, man. Yeah. I struggled. But, so, so when did you leave school? What year? 
10. Yeah, say, well, I just stopped going to school at really? year 10, yeah. I, I, I became a bit of a rebel from like the age like 15. I started going to nightclubs when I was 15. And, Sick. And, Same. And, uh, Fake was, ID or they just let no, you in? I, New it people. Was that, it was that, I used to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how. If you've seen a picture of me when I was 15, there's no chance she'd let me in anyway. Really? Yeah, that's, no facial hair, no, nothing. That's hilarious. Long and skinny, that was it. Because I was the only one out of a lot of us that mm. had a fake ID. Yeah. But I never got asked for it because the, that's the laughter lines, I think. But, <laughs> oh, it's so funny, man. I mean, I, I got asked to stay out for a bit in year 10. Mm. Then the exams were coming up and I was working from home a bit. So they let me keep intermittently going in mm, and out mm, and mm. doing bits and bobs. But they didn't want me there. And I just yeah. learned to sort of cram. And I did... It's funny because they let me take an ex- my exams and I just had to sit at home and cram it all in. Yeah, yeah. And I'd just r- r- read the book and write it all out and so on. Yeah. But in that time, I was going out all the time yeah. with this ID. But I-, I remember me and my lads, mates, we went to Magaluf at 16. Magaluf, you know. Yeah, we were, <laughs> you know, you know I've been it. In, I've been, I've, I think I've been in a stag do maybe there. Uh, oh, it was hilarious. And So I'm with six of my mates... And we're all around the pool and you're doing that thing where you're with girls and you're saying, oh, how old do you think we are? And then all of them are going around, you're definitely about 16, you're about 14, you're about 17 at a push. They get to me and they're like, everyone was the same. 27? Every time. So I've just looked really old through life. I don't know why. It's, uh, I hope it's ancient wisdom ingrained yeah, yeah, in there. That's, that's what it is. That's, that's what, what I'm going that's for. What it is. Nothing less than a that. bark, deep-rooted tree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, man, I'm absolutely excited about that. And if we can talk more, yeah, off yeah, there yeah, about... yeah. Because again, we had some people come down to visit us from the council. Like I say, we. I am now part of it, but it's Henry and Owen's thing. I've. Mm. I've just ended up being involved now. I bet the kids love you, though. Do you know what I mean? I Do you know what was wicked? There was a brother and sister that they were like two of the older ones and they was kind of really helpful with, with, with certain things, integrating other kids and stuff like that. Because mm. um, they was like really athletic, good at all different sports and stuff. And they were just a pleasure to have. Just and bring then, the mic a little. Oh, sorry, sorry yeah. perfect. Yeah, there was just a pleasure to have. And then... I was just sitting down, literally just to get a cup of water, mm. tap me on my shoulder, they had a box of chocolates and the card for me. Wow. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's wicked, wow. man. Do you know what I mean? And um, had you made a big connection with them then, you felt, or were you quite shocked by well, that? With, with, with quite a lot of them, to, yeah. be, f- to, to, to be fair. And because um, um, Owen's two sons attended the, the camp, so their friends were all involved. Owen's sister um, worked in the kitchen for us, so wow. her daughter and um, her friends were all involved. So there's a lot of people that knew each other, but then at the same time, there was a lot of people that didn't know anybody. Wow. And then everyone just ended up like, you know, y- yeah, kids do. When yeah. They, like, the best mates after two weeks, aren't they? What What's your advice for us then? Do you know in that initial meeting where they're all a little bit frosty and unsure of each other? Um, we've got that drama guy coming in to sort of play name games and stuff and run around they've got a big field but yeah yeah just have to get them involved in yeah. anything as early on as possible you know it's um and have you had quite reluctant ones we had a, we, had, we had a couple that were just bystanders for the most part in the early days yeah like when we first started it a few weeks ago they didn't really want to do nothing they just sit there and not really want to play anything and yeah two and a half weeks into it they've got a new best mate they've got someone else who they've you know found got similarities to them or into the same sort of things or whatever then it's like after a couple of weeks you start to notice certain characteristics in people and stuff like that and then you realise why one person 
is always with another person and stuff like that. So yeah, for me, because we'd allow people to do th the things that just various options of what they wanted to do from little art and crafts bits, football, basketball. We had a wicked game of dodgeball on the basketball court. Oh man! We took the whole basketball court and um, it ordered some like this big crate of dodgeballs. Yeah. So we emptied them and like one team gets a load, another team gets a load, and we're just there. I had no shoes on, just running around this basketball court, just lobbing dodgeballs at uh, eleven-year-olds. Mate. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter how old you are in life as well. It's hard to take that punch out your throat in it. Oh, honestly, honestly, honestly. You know, when you see one from a distance, so you've seen the film Dodgeball yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see one from distance and you try and put that spin on it. I'm not making it. This must have been five or six years ago because it was. Um, on a date so mm. I wasn't with Chrissy at the time and we went to Planet Bounce oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And just for this date it was the last date because um, we were bouncing around and they have dodgeballs up there and I was probably from me to the back of the bus away so five foot and I launched it at her and it went sock in the face and it oh, <laughs> didn't break it. her nose but like she had blood coming out <laughs> and I just couldn't she, she took it really well but maybe because I embarrassed the hell out of yeah, her. Yeah, 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 <laughs> she yeah, was yeah. like, no, no, it's fine. Inside, I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's just my animalistic nature just got mm -mm. in hold of me. And I was like, bomb. <laughs> yeah, de definitely, definitely. <laughs> oh, bless, I, 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 man. The, the one thing they became obsessed with in the end was one bounce. Out of all the things we had was in a circle, kicking the ball up, one bounce, two touches. Yeah. Three, you've got three lives. Honestly, I took it serious. I, I, I ended up being the all-out champion. <laughs> I was playing no games. I was Even with no the prisoners. ACL the way it is? Yeah. You were running it's, about, it's, not messing. Do you know what? It's, you ignore it. When, mm. Do you know when you're having fun? You ignore But if I, if I, if I put a pair of football boots on, yeah. I think I'd shit myself. Yeah. If I went into a game, I think I'd shit myself. Yeah. Because I know I'm just messing around with kids, just you know, showing off, showing them I've still got it. it can do a little flick over the back and got a nice little touch there, but I still, I'm still scared to kick with the well, left, let, if I'm honest. Well, let's go on to the football days a bit because yeah, I'll tell the audience this. It's a lovely anecdote. <laughs> you just <laughs> arrived, got here, and then we're having a great chat, and my phone goes, and I realise it was one of my good mates who is having his ACL replaced, potentially in a few weeks, because he's yeah. just had his call up. Um, and I was like, oh, I've just got to go and talk to my mate, because I'm giving him some advice about ACL. And I just had it three months ago. The audience all know that, that listen to this, because I don't stop going on about it. <laughs> <laughs> But Jordan literally went, oh, I had mine done. Pulled his trousers up and uh, it looked pretty bad, man. I mean, yeah, mine, nasty, mate. I'm not going to keep going on about mine after yours because yours looks horrendous. Yeah, like, you've yeah, had it yeah, done. Yeah. So we ended up having a, a really good chat with my mate on loudspeaker about what he should do for his recovery and X, Y, and Z. But you played football from, from 10 years old. No, from six from years old. Six years old. Mm, mm, mm. So... Talk to me about your football journey and when did the uh, the, the bad when, shit when, happen? Yeah, when did it come to an end? Yeah. Flip neck. I mean, so football was always something that from as soon as I was old enough to kind of recognise what it is that I was into, um, got into football. So how I actually got into actually playing for a football team, I was walking to school one day with my mum. Must have been must have been five. Or, I was either five or six anyway. And um, I jumped in a puddle and splashed this woman and her son. Mm. Fast forward, the woman ends up being my youngest sister's godmother. 
Oh and wow! <laughs> to this day, her son is like one of my oldest friends. Like, there's a lot so, of serendipity in your life, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> and um, so from then, obviously, my mum must have got talking to to his mum and whatever. Obviously, we go to the same school. He was a year above me, um, and yeah, basically, um, it turned out we lived through the alleyway mm. on the next street from from them. Wow! And um, so his dad was a football manager of a club called Pelican Colts from okay. Bilbra. Everyone in Nottingham knows about Pelican Cox. If you played for anybody in it in if you played football in Nuts on a Saturday afternoon, you knew about Pelican Colts. Yeah. That was that was one of the the, the teams. So from like became Pally Pally with um with, with Ashley and then started going football training with him. At this time I liked football, but I weren't any good at football. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um So just like started training and stuff like that and then shortly after that I um started playing for a team called Pegasus on in the Young Elizabethan League on a Sunday. That was a derby league. I know, yeah, yeah I yeah, know Pegasus. Yeah, I played Pego, with, mate, yeah man. I, so I played with a... struck a course. Yeah. So are you, are you a derby fan then, by any chance? Not a derby fan. An anti-derby fan. Oh, actually. really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there, man. <laughs> oh, no. uh, well, luckily for me, I love football. Yeah. My dad was a semi-pro, like mm. played for Hina and Alfreton and X, yeah, Y, and yeah, Z. Yeah. Uh, He's ingrained the football mentality into me. But he was a big Forest fan for most of his life. Diminished from that after he stopped playing. Mm. And now my sister's partner is from London and a huge Arsenal fan. Huge. (laughs) Uh, And he's he's brought it into our home. So I must say, every time they're on, and we've been down to the Emirates a lot, we go and watch them and... I like seeing them do well, so I mean, I'm, I'm lucky, I mean, man. I mean, I mean we'll get <laughs> it, it. Goes to levels, my I'm I love Arsenal. My dad's really into it and yeah. gets angry when they lose. I'm not that bad. And Pete, my sister's partner, is is on a rope at the minute. <laughs> he's, he's, Aren't we all? Yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> is that your team? That's that's my team. Oh, brother! Like, yeah, like, like we're, through, in, through. we're in now then. But yeah, so um, back to back to Pegasus. I played with um, a guy who ended up being a pretty much a Forest legend, Lewis McGugan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he played for he played for my team, and I'm like best friends with his brother and stuff now. It's, wow. Like, everything just ties in, man. It's it's, it's it's quite weird. But yeah, so um, that was he was in he was a year younger than us in our team. So he played a year above himself and he was at Forest from like the age of like nine. Wow. And um, fast forward a few years, I started playing for Pelican on a Saturday. I started then playing the year above myself and um, I actually ended up playing for Forest myself. Wow. Only for a short period, only yeah, for like yeah. six months or something like that. Um, and then I got released when like the managers changed and what have you. Just continued playing. For, I played for all different types of teams. Went back to Pegasus when I was like 15 to about 18. Went back to Pelican numerous times. I played for San Diego Town numerous times um, for, for like various different clubs in different age groups, um, and always had that the same sort of friends that we've all played for the same sort of team. So at some point in time, we've all kind of either crossed paths yeah. on the pitch or we've ended up playing for the same teams. And uh, my last team was, um, well, the last team that I actually completed a season for yeah. was a team called Long Eaton GMB, and so that was in the Long Eaton Sunday League and. That was basically the only black team in that league, and it was all my friends from Long Eaton, and we had such a good team. And our biggest problem was ourselves. 
like falling out falling out oh, and God. we were our own worst enemy yeah uh, in, in the end but honestly we, are, we still talk about it to this day i think it's about six years since we folded now but it was such a good such a good crack that was i used to love waking did up did you on a still Sunday finish morning. high up that even though you had problems got, in it uh, we got into the prem that's amazing um, but we was doing all right in there but it was never it was never really going to win but we was everyone's cup final everyone wanted to play against us do you know what I mean? I think mainly because of like the Lewis McGugan tie because his two brothers played for the team as well. Yeah. So everybody knew who he was. And his older brother, Jermaine, was quality as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And Curtis, when he was young, go, oh, mate, honestly, we had some ballers in that team. Dude, and it's funny. I played and not a bad standard. I'm, I'm your right back and I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've learned the philosophy, get it, knock it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Down the line, to, you want a few options around you and just do your job. Mm-hmm. That was my dad's level. Yeah. That's what made him so good. He was always playing like three years above him and so yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around here, everyone goes, you Dave Markham's kid? Right, right, And right. it's a bit annoying actually because <laughs> I, I never got to, I was a rugby player really. Oh, really? Broke my leg in rugby. I was playing for Derby. And again, it was a team that we never lost, ever. And I was a big kid, so I was one of the props. And I'd only known win, in honesty. We we ended up playing at um, uh, Gulliver's, which took us to the... the, Played at Twickenham, where England played and so on. It was Mm. incredible. And then when I broke my leg, I was getting to NLD standard. And I would have been about 15. Mm. Um... I just uh, dropped out, lost loads of weight for some reason. I think I got a bit depressed, so I stopped eating. Mm. Uh, lost loads of weight, went to go back. I was literally never to say. I only played about five games. Uh, went into the B squad where they kept losing. Yeah. And I, that pained me. So I went and played football after that for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in just, just the not bad team, mid-table yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why... I, I needed to learn a new phase of my life, which was dealing yeah. with loss, dealing with like losing mentality. But it's funny, isn't it? When you're playing for your Saturday and Sunday team, and then like, it's, oh, there's a semi-pro footballer coming, or yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, playing yeah. against, oh, bloody hell, he's turned up. It is another level, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. It's you, you've got all these guys running around him, but it's it's the knowledge. I think it is. I mean, there's clearly the skill and the athleticism yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, on, yeah, but yeah. it just. They always seem to know where to be and where that ball's that, that, going and what's that, that's, happening. That's where there's, there's those players in it that, that those rare players that that make the game move at their pace. The yes, game, the game moves at their pace. They don't go chasing the that game. That is so. They're well able said. to just you know make things happen in, in in whatever space and time they see fit. Yeah, it's and my, my dad actually coming thinking about that he went and played um for eastwood i think because he's yeah, playing yeah, yeah. no he in a town right, yeah. and then he went back to the vets for a while because he missed football so much mm. and they had a great team and they went to this tournament and final i think they played on sheffield's like united's ground yeah, yeah, yeah. uh you know when they're, they're not playing on it yeah um and I can't remember, it was Chris Waddle. In yeah, the, yeah, 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 he yeah. played for the opposition. And I swear on my life, he did not move from the centre circle. He, he, he put on a bit of weight, mm. but you could really tell who played for England yeah, on that yeah, pitch. Yeah, 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 he yeah. just stayed there. He knew exactly. He'd get the ball, he'd shield him off, and then he'd be able to ping it or just take that game and transform it. I think... Tina did win in the end, mm-hmm. but still, it was probably because he was just surrounded by a shower of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was amazing. You're watching these <laughs> players thinking, God, you're in your 50s and you've still got that brain that about brain, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a powerful thing, oh, isn't it? Honestly. Because I'd not played it as a kid, so going in for 15, mm. 
knowing football, my dad wanted me to play football, but me playing yeah. rugby, I just got on and I was very athletic. Mm. So I could do all you needed to do, uh, but I didn't have the brain. So first of all, when my dad came to watch me, I was just pegging it. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah, positional yeah. stand. He said, Mikey, stand here, don't move, ping it, get it, knock it. And yeah, that's yeah, who yeah, I turned yeah, into yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I really miss it. So when was... The moment then, was it for that club where you... No, no, so I'd, I'd, I'd gone on to another club. Um, again, I had similar players to um, from teams that I'd played for before. And um, one of the reasons that I played mainly was one of my mates, so I played centre-off with at my last team, then went on to play for them. So I ended up joining them. Um, and it was literally my first pre-season for them. I literally didn't play a league game or anything. It was like the, my fifth game or something like that. And um, but I'd gone back to play in the middle of the park because I like to sit in front of the back four. Yeah, I love passing yeah. and I love seeing things and trying to create a moment. And I've never been a greedy player. Yeah, never been one to shoot loads, but I, I like being in the thick of it. I like a good smash. Yeah, do, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like never, never, ne- ne- never been dirty, but I just love absolutely nailing someone. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And um. <laughs> Yeah, so, I love so, listening to yeah, that. Yeah, you oh, kind of got me going. I'm yeah, like, mate, should we go out? And you should find hear, a team? You should hear me playing my mate at FIFA. Really? Oh, no, some of the, it's filth. Some of the things yeah, that we come yeah, out yeah. with. It's vile. <laughs> it's vile, mate. Honestly, say some d- disgusting things. Go a bit for of it. a disgrace when I play FIFA. If I'm, if mate, I'm honest, uh, do, do you know like other people in the music scene? Do you know Lewis Braid at all? He was in Unknown Era. Is I know of Unknown Era. Bec- um, what's the main guy in Unknown Era? Kane, Kane Ashmore. Kane Ashmore. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. imagine you two yeah, get yeah, on. Yeah. And uh, Lewis was the bass player, but right. he's made this reggae band, and it's electric incredible uh, and they're called Concrete Rose oh yeah, yeah doing okay. really good yeah, now yeah. I think they've um, they won a competition where they're playing main stage at uh, Rock City it's is that for big. the Splendour thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or they came second or first I can't yeah. remember but I'm so proud of him because he was my best mate for a, about a year two years solid and it was funny because we'd get up and basically just be in a box of shorts flick on FIFA nine o'clock till one in the morning sometimes mm. <laughs> we're like what are we doing with our lives because we've got passions we've got skill sets we've got all this but FIFA yeah. would just take it honestly my, my, my mate is, is my daughter's godfather as well his name's Gareth and he used to be the manager of GMB he's what's he now he's just turned like 41 so he's quite a bit older than me yeah. I'm, I've always been one of the younger ones in, in my circle but he was the, he was the manager for like, for like 10 years right. um, got a very wise head and very knowledgeable on all various sports and just general knowledge I like people yeah, just, like that he, honestly if you, you can ask him a math equation he'll just tell it you hmm. no matter what, what it is play darts a lot and the way that he just adds up the, your score on darts is just like it's unreal. But yeah, so our thing is, I'll go, I'll go around, we'll have a chat. Yeah, what are you saying? Da, 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 da. We'll sit there. He'll go in the kitchen, Billy's little thing, bun it down, and be like, "Fancy a game then?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." All right. And I, I act like I'm not really too bothered, but really, I'm thinking, "Come on in, you come because you beat me last We're time." Because <laughs> he batters me all the time. But FIFA's got so many glitches in it now. Yeah, it's horrible. What are you playing? Twenty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty one, and I'm analog. Right. Yeah. He uses yeah. D-pad. So okay. there's, there's a lot of movement he doesn't seem to get that I get with the ball. I couldn't ever use Dave. Oh, man, that so no, makes no disgusting. sense. But honestly, the, the most unreal things happen to me when I play FIFA. Just just the way that passes are wayward and all, all sorts. And honestly, the way that we'll, we'll get two cushions like this and we'll lay down on the sofa. I'm here, he'll lay down next to me and we're both like this. Two grown men in front of the flipping telly. <laughs> 
and an hour into it, you're like, you fucking cunt, yeah, it's that, fucking... And, and yeah, then, yeah. honestly, be like, no, I'm turning it off in a minute, I'm turning it off, it's fucking shit. <laughs> that was, mate, that's it. And I remember one time uh, with Lewis, so gone downstairs. It's funny, because I'll, t- I'll just tell a slight anecdote outside with it. Uh, one day when we woke up and I went, Lewis... We've got to make a song today because we can't... We've must have for about three weeks solid played this and we're not achieving anything. Let's at least make one song and then get on it. And uh, we went downstairs, did a 20-minute song, probably one take, Mm. put it out, just got on FIFA again, like, (laughs) took us 20 minutes. But that was the one that did really well for us for some reason it was so funny it was like the one we're not tried anything with just get the ipad in front done sometimes that's how it goes (laughs) it's the one that did okay um but it would be amazing because it's like i had out-of-body experiences do you know where you're you're winning a match and then he's 80 minutes he's just brought one back then you score again, and then it's it, it's in then extra the, time. Then the inevitable happens. And then he scores two. Yeah. There was one moment, and I, we had a, a lot on stake because we play little games, and like, if I win this, you have to make us dinner or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was one time where I was so invested, <laughs> and the remote, I just had it, and he scored in the last second, and I, I just threw it Yeah, the TV. I'll be sitting there, and obviously I, I'm at his house playing on his PlayStation, <laughs> but, and, and something will happen, I was like, I'm going to have to buy you a new remote because this is going this through your is, fucking yeah, telly yeah, in a minute yeah, yeah. And so we used to do a thing on a Sunday where we'd all play there'd be me Gareth Shep and, and Dwayne so we do we do two on twos yeah That's so someone's old. always blaming oh, the other God. and then oh. um, whoever the common denominator was for like losing throughout like the weekend yeah used to get the wooden spoon <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon and <laughs> the wooden spoon yeah, on the Sunday yeah, afternoon yeah, the, the, then we just send each other voice notes and just, just rip but I get so unlucky on it and I'm actually I actually have the vision and the understanding of how the game works yeah. but it just does what it fucking wants yeah. now it's so bad uh, like the free kicks now what What do the people on forums and stuff say it's got like built in especially when you're in the league what's the league thing called on FIFA when you're well, the season, online the online, the on, the online thing see I didn't touch that at all I go on oh, that the, um, yeah the, the ultimate team thing yes yeah. but a lot of people because I was I, Really didn't get it, and I was losing. I thought I'm really good at FIFA. What's happening? Mm. But they say it's scripted. I didn't know you could have a game that's scripted on right, online. Right, right, but right. then you watch a lot of the YouTube things, and there would be crazy stuff happen, like glitches, yeah. where they wanted someone to win who's like on too much of a streak or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. Yeah. Like I saw one where it was chipped over, um, clearly going in, and it just went off cue and I was going yeah, yeah. maybe there is something in this scripted thing but yeah. then people on Reddit say weird shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one more on that it's not FIFA this time it was pro because I was a pro evolution That's soccer gone now, guy pro's gone now yes but back in the day that was Adriano oh he was rapid uh, Roberto Carlos <laughs> yeah, for me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that game especially the Brazil team oh unreal Everyone was playing FIFA at the time, but me and my best mate and my dad, we were pro evolutionists. Mm-hmm. Was that, I want to say, Pro Evo 5? Mm. I think that was the Armory and John Terry front cover. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, big. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. big. You are an encyclopedia. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this because I need like stimulants where mm. I go, oh yeah, yeah, that is oh, right. Because Armory had the, 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 I think it was the 2006 Arsenal Burgundy North Red kit. <laughs> for when we left uh, Highbury yes yeah that's yeah, yeah, that 100% yeah, yeah. Um, but we, we'd be playing that 
together and me and my dad would play on the same team because if we played against each other we'd be not talking for a few days <laughs> so that's how we we went around it and i'll never forget as a 14 13 year old jumping around the living room waking everyone up at two in the morning because me and my dad had just won the world cup <laughs> <laughs> with england playing at super hard level as well and that's oh true. they were the big days for me mm. but uh me and my mates so after school struggling we went traveling for a mm. while and he's my best mate, Jagger. And we've never, ever fallen out. Not not once in our lives, mm. ever. So we go travelling a year. To, but imagine being with your best mate for a year, solid, mm. living in the same stinky households or you've gone to... A, we did a lot of hostels. 20 people in the same room and you're just clumped up. But we, we just get each other. So if you need space, I'm like, I'm chilling out here, man, whatever. Anyway, we after Australia, we went to Thailand, mm. and in the th- the airport, I think it was in Sydney actually. Uh, they had game consoles, oh, yeah, and yeah. they had Pro Evolution Soccer, and that was Jagger's big game, and my big game. And we started playing that. Wait, did you say this was in the airport? This say? was in the airport. You didn't miss your plane playing Pro, did you? No, no, no. Oh. I, 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 I've, I've missed planes before, but we're, we're playing. And people start coming and watching. And it got really crowded. And the stakes got higher. And that thing that I was talking about with Lewis happened, where it got to the 80th minute, I'm winning 1-0. And honestly, he scored on like the 89th minute, and then scored on the 92nd minute. And... He started talking to me this way. We had our first fallout (laughs) (laughs) since knowing from primary school, (laughs) secondary school, everything. We've been together, the craziest things you can imagine. We we couldn't talk to each other. Mm. It really, it it, it gets like that. If if, if, if if I'm beating my mate or he's beating me. I'll be like podding along, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so we are, we are, we are, like so. If you get scored by, so, sorry, if you get beat by three or more goals, yeah, we consider that a body bag. That's that, that's yeah. one of the terms. We, that, so Big time. if it's um, you know, if it's if it's five, if it's five two, yeah. and you pull one back. You, you know, you've, you've, you've saved face by avoiding the body yes, in, basically. Yeah. You've so we've, got, body we've, got, in. we've got so many different I'll sayings and, 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 <laughs> and stuff. Like, honest, it honestly, builds up, yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, that, some of the stuff is unreal. That there's a there's a real, particularly like young men, though, that is, there's something ingrained in us, isn't there, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. computer games mm. and so on. Because I don't think at any point in my life I, I could wake up and be fucking 80 tomorrow. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not even just saying. I definitely would still be interested in computer because I just I, it just fascinates me. So yeah. you think like all the stuff you've enjoyed from a kid, like when you go back to like the early 2000s, late 90s, or whatever, and when the PlayStation first arrived and stuff like that, PlayStation Two and what have you, and you think these graphics are fucking sick. Yeah. So you, you you imagine what you'll be able to do in yeah. another 10 years time. I'm not missing out on that. No, no. Do you know what I mean? I'm not missing out on that. Just because I'm a certain eight now. Forget that. Mate, uh, go on. What, what is your favourite sort of FIFA year then? When was FIFA smashed? So, I mean, this one is by far the worst. Yeah. FIFA 20 was close to being, to being the, worst. the worst. Why do you think they're going in that direction? They're trying to make it's, it too all, realistic. But, but it's all these different things that they're changing. Like the free kicks. I can't get... I don't... I'm, I can't score free kicks. They are shit, aren't they? Yeah. But in FIFA 20, we had this thing. We'd figured out how to score directly from a corner. Yeah. With certain players that had certain stats. I did that um, by... It was... 
I could remove my analog stick left. Yeah. I press X. Uh, it's no B to for yeah. me. Oh, your um, Xbox. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. talking a foreign language now, <laughs> yeah. but it, yeah, I could always score from a free kick because yeah, it so was it go to the front man, yeah. and he'd be able to glance it in yeah. every time. But we, we we figured out how to put the ball in the back literally of the net. So you just you put it behind the back post by about a yard or so. Yeah, put it on full power, squeeze it to the left or the right to, to, to whip it in, and it, you, as soon as it left the player's foot, it just goes vroom back right. post. And we've been obsessed with trying it this time. It just doesn't work now. On this one, I but suppose they're trying to get rid of that. Make oh it yeah, too yeah, easy, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. But it's like the free kicks on it. I don't understand why they just don't make sense. Yeah. You aim one way, it goes another. Yeah, and then you. I've watched these little videos where the scoring world is with like Gareth Bale and people like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's, it's not going to happen, is it? I ain't got all day to try and figure out. Figure so are you, out that. Are you going back quite a select then I'm to get to? Probably going to. I think sixteen was good. Sixteen. Who's on 16. the cover here? Messi? I think it could be you'll have to look it up, I'm gonna say Marco Royce. I'll put it on I'll put it on, I'll find out and then I'll put be, it. I come think up. it might be Mar- Marco Royce, you know. Okay. Um I couldn't I can't actually tell you on that front. Because I think I was still near Pro Or nineteen could have been Marco Royce. I, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Mm. I'm thinking I'm thinking Royce. I'm thinking Royce. I, Sixteen. I, Mm, I'm, I'm better with the Pro Evos, mm. definitely. The FIFA's I do, yeah, I do, I, I, lost it, me yeah, a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably the opposite then. Uh, what, what it got me really good at, though, playing the football games, was knowing all the flags for every nation. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, good yeah, at flags yeah, now, because yeah. I, when I would play uh, in international level, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd find it so fascinating, because how me and my dad played was, do you know when you can random it? Yeah. You you had to press three times, and that's the team you've so, given. So that's, what that, that's sick, that's what we do. So we'll go to the Premier League, and we'll, we'll go up, and we'll be like, right, pick a number, eight, press square eight times. Whoever you land on, that's who that's you are. Your team. You could be West Brom, I could be Man City. Yeah. And that's how, that's how the games that. go through, throughout the day. So it's nice when he causes a little upset, do you know what I mean? Oh, man. And then you do it often, <laughs> yeah, often don't you? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So of course. I was trying a little bit harder, aren't you, then? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, because <laughs> your main aim is to not get back to it at the end of the day. But take me back to real football as well, then. Can you remember some of the moments where you had incredible times, like, are you, are you winning leagues, or just moments well, so in football played, where so you're when going? I, so when I played for Pegasus, like, my first year playing for them when I was, like, eight, nine... I was always rubbered up. Never, never got a game. Get ten minutes here, blah blah blah. But my team won the league and cup. Wow! I think three years on the bounce. Maybe lost about five games in that whole period because we used to play the cup finals at uh, Morways. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice down there, actually. Yeah, yeah. We, we did a charity football match there um, through our thing um, mm. for someone in Derby actually with another organisation. Uh, I've, got, I've got another story actually about one of my. We'll get back to that actually. Um, yeah. And that for me was like the mecca of um, the young Elizabethan league, like playing at uh, Moyes. I think in my three years playing for Pegasus, I think it was the last final we got to. I think I got 15, maybe 20 minutes. Right. Okay. Off the bench. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't really the best peak because you used to like get the big changing room and everything, have your big team talk, warm up with your parents and friends and be yeah. in the stands, you know, you, and you felt like a professional for the day. Do you know what I mean? And because um, I learned how to win from young, I was in winning teams from young, and then kind of after the young young days, didn't really win much silverware and stuff. Mm. Uh, I actually played for a church team. Um, I'm, I'm not really religious like that, 
But um, so, so before, just bring the mic a little bit to me. Oh, li- to you. Uh, that way. Like that, sorry, that I'll, I'll edit. That's that I just saw you on there, and I thought it's no, right, a lot right, better. Okay. Than yeah, yeah. Um, a church team. Yeah. So, so <laughs> one of my mates um, attends a church in I think it's West Bridgeford, and um, got loads of like avid football fans and whatever. And it turns out there's an actual church football league. Wow. Um, I forget what the, the team the team was. It's really bad. I forget what the team's called. Um, I played for them for like two seasons, and that was actually the last trophy that I won. Um, yeah, we won. Yeah, we won some final. I think we pl- we played somewhere in Derby. Actually, I forget who's like a semi-pro team's um, ground. Um, if I if if someone said the team's name, Eastwood. No, not not, not, not East. Eastwood. Ooh. Was it a good pitch though? Yeah, it's a good no, pitch. Like, yeah. standing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my last. That, that was my last bit of silver. That was about. Ooh, about seven, eight years ago that was, there's and a, it was actually it was it was actually decent. You had some crap players, but it's yeah. like you're in a church team. Everyone's there's nothing. Like, there's nothing more exciting than being in a team where you're taking it. <laughs> that's where I got my one and only red card though in the church league. Imagine really? That. Yeah, absolutely nailed someone. Did you? Oh, did did you? Yeah, just wound me up. And I just nailed him. Wow. Like I thought I'm taking a red for you. And which uh, <laughs> did that set you back? Back back in there. 20 quid 25 25 quid, quid? Yeah, 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 yeah it makes yeah, sense yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got one uh, the just before I did uh, my ACL mm. so it was the game before and then I, I so I had two really shit weeks basically because uh, I had to go and plead with the ref afterwards like oh I've got a kid I'm doing all this like, but <laughs> it was because um, I'd, I'd called him a cheat but I didn't Mm-mm-mm. that was all it was I goes it, it was a definite non-penalty yeah. and I just went oh that's fucking cheating and the referee was over here, heard it, and he just goes, you called me a cheat. And I'm like, it's my only ever red card. And I'm getting it for this shit. I would That's have terrible. loved to have... That's a terrible red card, that is. Double-footed or yeah, done yeah, something yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. having a mad time with the, an idiot mad, on the pitch. Like, a lot of the governing bodies in like amateur football, they take it serious, you know? Yeah, yeah. We had to go... We had to... Um, so me, Gareth and Shep, as the representatives for our team, for GMB, we had to go and sit in front of this panel... Mm. Um, I forget what it was for. It was for something. Um, I think they was talking about chucking us out of the league for. There's been there'd been an incident where there was some massive uproar and a referee had been told this and that and da 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 da. da. So we had to get, get, do this hearing. Everyone suited wow. and booted yeah, about yeah, six yeah. seven of them in a panel. All these old coffin dodgers. Wow. And it was like flipping out. Like they're taking it this serious. You, you and, um, just don't expect it, do you? No, no, you don't no, expect no, the, no, no, no. They the do take log. it really, really serious. Um, mm. But I think like, that's good with football now because I think that many people have got access to you know different types of facilities and resources mm. that you could only dreamed of 15 years ago. Yeah, and I think like teams that like especially new teams, they seem to take it serious. Yeah, yeah. Do you definitely. know what I mean? The training is they have serious training. Doesn't matter mm. what league you're in. You know I, I, mean? I kits, Nike, Adidas. I hate because I played for quite a few teams. Mm. And the ones that are just elusive, I'm just here for fun. I get it, yeah, but I can't get on board with it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. suit me at all. I'm going, nah, I'm, I like to have fun. I can go out and town and have fun with my mates yeah, and I make yeah, some yeah. music. I want to win here. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. it's five aside, it's 11 aside, it's whatever I'm doing. I'm just so competitive. It doesn't make sense to just turn up and be blasé. Yeah, yeah. It, and it feels good then, because particularly my five-a-side team, we, we were at um, Derby outside of Pride Park. JJB it was. I used but to love that on a Thursday night. Dude. We, and we were in the, oh, you went outside? You did the outside? We, no, we were, we were five-a-side in at JJB, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
but I can't remember what it's called now. It's DW, DW Sports. DW Sports. That's now, yeah. it. So we were playing there, and yeah, we were in the top top league, mm. and we were just. We had one team that was against us. It's talk to Frank, and it was always us two, <laughs> which were the the team. And they used yeah. to come and film us. And at one time, it literally filmed under. Uh, it was nil nil. You never get a nil nil yeah, yeah, yeah. in a five a side, but it was just the stakes were so high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's great because. Everybody, their team, our team, we took it so serious. We'd turn up, we'd have a bit of a laugh, but then we're like, no, lads, like, we're here now. And as soon as the first tackle's in, it's flying yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And that, that, that is what you really want, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I, I, love, I love a bit of that. There's nothing like a good comeback, though, is there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean? But uh, especially one where there's been a little bit of a scuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. there's been a bit of a, a an overthrow in with the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then. It's like we had. I remember one. That's what I'm in my head at because we were losing for the first time, and it's because there was only five of us. Um, we used to have two subs, but no, only five turned up for this one, and we'd already played a, a game. And then we're in the second match, and it was it wasn't talk to Frank, but it was that other team that sort mm-hmm. of just niggle mm-hmm. you, and uh, they'd scored early on, and then. My mate, who is a, a tank, <laughs> went into one of them and smacked him. Not not hit him in the face, like, no, just shoulder barged him. And all of them just came in and started, like... And it, it, yeah. it took about five minutes, maybe a bit longer, to actually calm it down. And you can imagine that, and you'll know this. Every tackle after that meant just everything. Every, oh. <laughs> it was just oh. flinging in. And honestly, like my, fo- my, my FIFA days... There was um, a moment where second half, I think it's, uh, we might have been 2-0 down, but we just f- switched on. Yeah. And we really took it on, and I scored in the last oh, one, me as well, <laughs> and we went mad. What's, what's the best goal you've scored? Best ever goal. Mm. I, I know it straight away, because um, later down the line, and my dad's 50, and we went to Belper League, mm. and we played in the same team together, and it's all the oldies and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all 45, 50, and we're playing teams that are, yeah, younger. But then there was one team that turned up, and they had a, a few oldies in, mm-hmm. and they were battering me, like trying to smash into yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, and my yeah. dad's kind of, hang on a minute. And it was really good. Actually, it was the other way around, so I'm, I'm telling a liar because my dad scored it, because I chested it, kneed it, and flicked it to him, and he volleyed it, oh, and we won, and <laughs> we got a cup for it, but that, that's that's not my goal. I just remember that being, I was going to take it off him then, and if he heard this, he'd be like, hang on a minute. <laughs> I'm not having that. But yeah, I'll back it to you, man. What about you? Where where you at? Ooh. I'd never scored many goals, mm. to be honest. I've never been a goal scorer. I played up front one year. When I got released from Forest, I went to play for Bull. And I was joined by two other guys that had been released from Forest. One of them that I went to school with. And I was top goal scorer for the team. I think I scored about 17, 18 goals. All types of different goals. Edis, Volley. Scored with my knob one time. Did you? Yeah. It's coming out of the corner. I was throwing that up. Yeah. It went in. But I was kind of disappointed. I was like, that's kind of a shit goal to score. Uh, I really. don't know, man. Now you can claim every part of your body, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, so for GMB, it was the last game of the season. We was on the verge of relegation. We ended up winning 3-0 and I scored my one and only free kick. Really? Yeah, nice little free kick. Did just, it mean... Did you? Were you aiming? Yeah, just, just picked out the top you corner. You picked it? Yeah, yeah, just put it there. Right, because yeah, I, I yeah. pictured it, you know, back here and it flung in. Do you know what? I, I, used to have, I used to have this thing. I used to always take the goal kicks. Right. I used to have enormous fucking kick. Yeah. So, like, if free kicks were at a certain distance, they'd be like, Lils! 
Get on it. And I just, and <laughs> yeah. I just absolutely Leathered wail it. it. I've probably I've probably hit the post and the bar more than I've scored. Really? Yeah, just from absolutely smashing it. Yeah. And then one season um, for GMB, the, the season before we went, went up into the Prem, I was literally the only player that had not scored really? in the, team, oh, the entire mate. team. Mate. Playing centre-half all season, keeping clean sheets and whatever. But you like actually, passing, I actually so. got um, player of the season that, that, that year as well. Wow. And um, last game of the season, we was playing in Ilkeston. I think Stanton Ilkeston was playing. And... Um, was winning, I think it was winning 2 0. Got a penalty. It's a big fat fucker in goal. Sick. Stepped up. Oh, please don't miss. Absolutely smashed it. Rattled the bar. The bar's oh. going like this. They went, I think, I'm sure they went the other end and scored. Oh, we, mate. We, we ended up winning the game. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, finishing second in the league. And yeah, they really ripped me to shreds after mate. that. I got absolutely rinsed after that. <laughs> I mean, he was a massive guy. All I had to do was put it in the bottom corner. But I thought, really? no, you're having this. I'm breaking the net. <laughs> and just smashed, just smashed you, the bar. You'd already planned yeah, your yeah, celebration, yeah, the, hadn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were going to go, yeah. I'm going to bash this in top yeah. corner. Everyone's going to raise me up and we're going to go to the yeah, next yeah, level. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, do, I do have my best goal. I scored two in this game and I, I wasn't scoring much either. Uh, one of them was literally a tap-in, but it was against the team that I used to play for. So I got and film now because I can't play mm. but uh, Codner have employed me to go in and film they them. were Pegasus's arch nemesis really Codner. Yeah, and that's, yeah, uh, that's yeah, why yeah. I remember them yeah. when you said it I was like I bet I played them a few times yeah, yeah, I yeah, wondered if I'd played you they, where, where, where was that pitch now <sighs> I kind of remember um like a gravelled car park that you go down to yeah. and there was a change room at the very end yeah. and the pitch was literally in front of the change room. There was, only one, on. there was only one pitch and I think there was like a bush or a bank bang right on. next to the pitch. Yeah. I, that, then, that's it. Yeah, that's... Yellow kit. Yellow kit, mate. There yeah, you yeah, go, yeah, baby. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I knew I knew the name. Yeah. I, I was like... Because I, again, the thing I love about football so much is it's lovely to have a community. It's lovely to go and meet your mates yeah. but a nice thing for me is you can actually just turn up and play. Mm. You know there's there's a no there you're all there for a commonality and you just turn up and sometimes I had no idea we were playing no idea I just send me a postcode I turn up I'd get there as the whistle goes and just stick me in where I stand Mm -hmm. but Codner so I'd gone travelling after that again Mm -hmm. I'd gone to South Africa and I come back and I just wanted to play for a football team Codner asked me to go back to them but my mate had just started a football team out of the blue. Mm-hmm. He, he started up like Eastwood something. Um, they ended up going into affiliation because we had that the most amazing team like you had set up all the perfect players, but they're all just love to go on a piss. And it was a sun, just Sunday <laughs> yeah. league yeah, thing. Yeah. There was nothing funnier than like you, you get there, get in the change rooms. Where's such and such? Oh, yeah, last night he went to Thingy after we went to that club. Yeah. I don't know where he is. I've been ringing him all morning. <laughs> and you're just waiting, waiting. Next minute, you're about to kick off and you see someone yeah, run, yeah, yeah, run yeah. to the pitch. <laughs> Get your fucking socks on. <laughs> I'll tell you about that thing <laughs> last night, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, same. <clears throat> I, I thought, oh, I could go back to Connor. Not a bad team. Or uh, go and play for my mate's team who would have had an amazing team if we didn't turn up with nine players. <laughs> but we did. We turned up... Uh, with t- I think it was 10 players that let us play yeah. um, and we were playing Codner and we ended up winning and I got two goals first one my mate just squared it and I literally just swung a leg at it not cool but the second one it, it's not a great goal because I didn't mean it mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally on the outside of the box running in my mate um, 
uh, crossed it in way too soon. And again, I just did this flying spin thing and it went <laughs> over the goalie and went because the goalie come to get it and it hit my shin pad. But I'm outside of the box and it just went straight in. And I was, everyone was like, wow. I, I took it. I, I pretended yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant it, yeah, but I'm yeah, telling yeah, yeah. now on this podcast. You have to pretend. You have to pretend. I did not mean it. <clears throat> to the extent I meant it was that I had to swing something, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, I had yeah, to yeah. Zatalan. <laughs> Ibrahimovic. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> that was a great goal against England. Won it? Can you yeah, remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow! Was it about four, was it about forty yards out? He really meant that, though, yeah, didn't he? he? Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's I don't think anything. About. He, I don't think anything he was, is a mistake. No, to be honest with Can you. Can remember um, uh, Giroud's goal? Oh, the scorpion kicking against yeah. Crystal Palace on the counter. Of course, didn't it? Wow! That won the um, the Puskas award. That did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there was, I think it was between that and the Mkhitaryan one when oh, it, yeah, I was Mkhitaryan. in Europa League. But he kind of dived in. Kind of caught did that uh, thing the, that goalie did yeah, back yeah, in yeah. the day. Uh, that was but pretty yeah, the Giroud one, the fa- the barring in thing. That's what. Bop, 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 yeah, bop, bop. Yeah. That one, one of the crate was it Ramsey's goal, the, the Arsenal where it was like tap 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 football. No, the Wil- that's Jack Wilshire and Wilshire, Giroud, did, yeah. Giroud dinked it over. Uh, no, who did it go to? I think it was Rosicky to Kazola, Kazola into Wilshire, oh. spins it round into Giroud, Giroud did tips it back, and he just, the, Wilshire just kind of walks onto it and just oh. just allows it to just brush off his foot and just trickles into the bottom corner. Did that, that must goal. have got goal a month, right? I think it did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that yeah. was a special. We did, we did one, a decent one a couple of years ago against Leicester, a nice, mm. nice team goal. But we don't see that from. What are you feeling the then? Let's anymore. go into it. Let's go into it. <laughs> Look, come on then. Arsenal TV <laughs> hit me with it my, that's my dad's reason of supporting Arsenal he loves the Arsenal TV I, no, I, love, I, I love it because you get you, you get much more of an insight on on the state of your club yeah. I don't think there's anywhere else in the world where you can get such an insight onto the inner workings of your club No, no nobody's done it as well club. as yeah, what I mean, they've created what, what, like something like 1.4 million subscribers yeah. on YouTube alone you know, and regardless if you think they're right or not, it's interesting. It's oh, yeah, very yeah, yeah. exciting. There's a, delusion, there's, there's a lot of delusion on there. There's crazy people. Um, Ty flipping. Oh, he's something <laughs> else. He is. Um, no, it's, for me, it's very informative, especially like the transfer uh, period, because it, every morning I, that, that's my newspaper. Mm. Jump on there. Who are we linked with today? Then yeah, do, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's um, but yeah. Um, where are you at? Where they've gone wrong? What did they need to do? What's the next steps? First of all, for me, Wenger should have gone when we won that FA Cup in 2017. Mm. Just bowed out gracefully with a bit of silverware, you know. Yeah. Um, and should have Fergie it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just left everyone else with, with the shit. Do really. you think Fergie? Sorry to interrupt and side note it, but do you think Fergie knew it was? going downhill or do you th- do you think he just thought I've done what I need to do now I'm ready to go See a it's a mad of... one because they, they still had a good team under Moyes didn't they mm. um, is that when they had Di Maria did they have Di Maria under Moyes' tenure or is it Van, Van Gaal's was Moyes mm, I can't remember if D- yeah Di Maria was definitely under Moyes wasn't was he because I think they had a falling out or something like because he literally was there for one season and yeah, then he went yeah. to PSG didn't he he struggled um, but yeah I think Fergie's it was you know came so conquered I probably won't win the league again with this team you can see what's going on with City Chelsea always yeah, willing to, to yeah. spend they were the only two teams to fear really obviously what 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 year was that was it 2013 
2013 season, I think it Bloody was. Yeah, I keep forgetting where we're at now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. time. Because it was the finger kit, wasn't it? The, um, yeah, I was talking to you earlier about Stephen Warnock, and I was like, yeah, I think it was a 2021. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in that now. <laughs> really rubbish with timelines, me, but yeah, yeah I, I like, love that with, you're so good at it. Yeah, with, with football and albums, yeah. I can just, uh, yeah, I've always had, because it just reminds me of a time. Yeah, and I think that I think I think that's what it is. I'll play, I'll test you on some albums in yeah, a minute. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you felt Wenger should have left 2017 because at, at that point you've got the potential to 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 work with managers like Pep. Yeah, yeah. Still, uh, I don't know if Klopp was at Liverpool then. I don't know, but there was a lot of big managers. Yeah, in and around would have taken on a big. Big, yeah, big team. The like whole that. Unai Emery thing was basically like, oh, it's come from PSG, so that's all right. Mm. That's kind of how that felt to me. And then he came in. Oh yeah, I've got a dossier on every single player. Blah blah blah. And you thought, I love what you're yeah, saying yeah, yeah, here yeah. because you're right. Because when if Wenger would have left at that time and big managers aren't seeing a, cr- a team crumble, mm. they're going to get involved. Yeah. But as soon as they start seeing that deterioration, they're thinking, nah, I, w- I want silverware. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we missed the trick because I think there was a chance to get Pep yeah. a few years before, a great even, b- before he even left. Because at the time, we were playing similar football to a Barcelona. Yeah. Because for me, back in the day, I would say, outside of maybe United's... Um, understanding of how to win through Fergie outside of that I don't think you could identify a playing style with anyone else in the yeah, Premier League but Arsenal because I used to liken Arsenal to Barcelona or Brazil yeah. when I was a kid that was so obvious to me yeah. that they played a certain way they played how Barcelona played Brazil played how they played you look at England in like the 90s if you if you look at Eng- the England team that's just um been in the final of yeah. the Euros, yeah. and you look at the England team in the 1996 Euros, mm. how stiff and rigid absolutely everything was about the way that they played from the choice of right back. It was all based on the team you played for. That was the only mm. reason you was in the squad. Yeah. Whereas like now, in the Euros, there was players from 16 different teams in the Premier League. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's all different variations of playing styles and all different things that you can adapt in your squads based on mm. y- your personnel and stuff like that. But with England... And they could play in different positions yeah. as well. And, yeah, and, yeah. And with yeah. England, you, you knew Gary Neville playing right back. Yeah, yeah he might put okay. a few stiff crosses in. And if but, you've got an injury, it's not going to slip into this position no, at any point, no, is no, it? No, that, no, no, no. You're not going to talk Gary Neville into right. He's only, yeah. he's only playing there. Whereas you've got Grealish or somebody now, it's yeah. like you could play attacking midfielder, you yeah. can actually play on the left. Or, uh, I'm, and I'm almost certain that Pep will find him a completely new position. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if Grealish ended up being an out-and-out striker. Yeah, yeah. To be honest. Because um, the way that he, the, the, the 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 amount of trouble he would cause if the where, where he picked the ball up was on the edge of the box or yeah. in the box the the amount of fouls he's able to draw in and mm, I was just thinking that yeah do, do you know what I mean um, <laughs> but yeah going back to um, Arsenal yeah yeah with um, the whole Emery thing sounded good but for me straight away when I knew that he was making it his business to learn English every day it's like. They always say with people, with musicians when they get into acting, they mm. always say don't try and make an album when you're making films because mm. the two don't really work. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not liking in the, the like learning English and managing a football team to those things. But it's like if you're busy managing a football team, yeah, 
manage it the best way you know how don't try and manage it the way you think we want you to manage it that's why, why the good evening thing became a bit of a laughing stock mm. because it's this the focus seems so much on that and i could imagine that he probably even tried to convey his messages and his tactics in a way that he thought made sense because he's saying them in english or to the spanish players in spanish but he could tell that there was a lot of confusion in the team right and before you know it, people are saying, yeah, Arsenal are a banter club, you know. Yeah. The, 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 no one fears them or anything like that. And the Arteta thing, I don't know about that, mate, honestly. I always said, give him to the end of this window then see what happens. Yeah. I mean, we're in a position now where Chelsea have just signed Lukaku for what? What was it, 100, 100 million? Yeah. Playing against us big, on Sunday, 100% going to score. Big, big sign in that. Def- he's That's definitely going to score. I want him in my team. He's in, he's in my fantasy football team. Uh, dude, yeah. I, I, I really I, I, rate I him as a player. I actually took Aubameyang out of my fantasy football team. Really? And I put Vardy in. Yeah. Yeah. Good that's, shout. That's, that's, that's where I am with it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, there's, it's, it's so weird. that such, such a decline. And there's so many people that want to see Arsenal fail. Yeah. And I kind of think that's mainly because of the invincible thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even ex-players slag Arsenal off. And I think it's probably because they weren't part of that invincible thing that's mm. like never it's never it might not be repeated again I, I don't think it will be but you've got to remember in sport as well for greatness to exist in all clubs you have to have real greatness yeah, to have yeah, it you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. look at the heavyweight divisions for uh, Muhammad Ali or for Tyson to be known as the greatest mm-hmm. sportsman of all time you've got to have incredible people around you so yeah, yeah, yeah. to have animosity to something as wonderful as what happened there it doesn't make any sense because you just got to see yourself as lucky of experiencing that and your team got to up themselves because of something like that happened we've seen now messi we've seen ronaldo and we're always building for up Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it it doesn't make any sense to to have hatred for watching no. beauty unfold yeah 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 definitely, I, that, definitely. that was as a kid when i had the uh the o2 shirt and everything yeah, 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 yeah. Henri on the back mm. but it was like oh that bird camp goal as well where he just jabs it goes oh, the around the other one. oh around the other way that that was so special but what a team that like oh. perez Henri. you know uh, the, in, in, that, in, in that team the, the um invincible team i swear Burkamp got something like Eight, only got like four goals and eight assists or the other way around really didn't really contribute numbers wise yeah right but because it was just a part of the parcel player and yeah you know integral part of that team mm. like those type of things were ne- was never a factor can, people are always looking the for all these Vieira Keen days oh yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So love, love a bit of that love a bit of that but that, again Vieira Sunday mornings I put my kit is on is that basically get, get, get the your Vicks, inspiration get the Vicks because that- that's how you played like that big Riding yeah, tackle, yeah, 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 yeah. You see yeah, it in Vieira, Vieira. De- yeah, definitely, definitely. I like that. And he, and he could pick out a pass as well. But yeah, it was, it was silky. Huge for it. Do you know it? what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd had a bit of a shot on him, but for the most part, just busy in the middle of the park. So, so what are you thinking? Is it how how do you put a facelift on that team? I mean, you're looking at the aftermath of previous regimes at the minute. With your, you've got your Bellerins. Um, <laughs> on a, <laughs> honestly mate honestly lucky you but it's like it's like because he's a part of the furniture now he's been here 10 years yeah he kind of gets this pass 
from certain people, but it's just not good enough. It's that it's really it that really simple. Is, you know? That's it. I've it's it's, it's actually not good it. enough. And then he'll do a really good thing. So that's it. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you base him on but, a good bit of skill, it, or he's yeah. whipped in a good cross it, and the scored. But, it, but for me, there's, 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 that. There's, there's, there's certain things I noticed with certain players. A lot of Arsenal players, Theo Walcott, Bellerin, and Oxley Chamberlain, yeah. were three key players that do this on on, on a, used to do it on a regular basis. And they will cheat the way through a game. And what I mean by that is, like, they will get themselves in a position where they're supposed to be with the ball, on the attack in front or, or whatever. Time and time again, you see Theo Walcott get into the final third and all he'd do is pass it inside. Yeah. But that was so, it's like, I've passed the ball on, I've not actually made a mistake, but I'm not posing that threat that I'm here to pose. So I didn't really score many goals or he wasn't great at finishing. Any one-on-ones, you'd probably put your money on him to lose. Yeah. And Bellerin kind of does the same, gets to the byline, knocks it in, might put on a little little shitty cross now and then yeah but he's not strong don't want to head the ball and everyone's like oh he had a bad injury but it's like mm. i mean the resources you've got to recover from that injury and you're here now playing so you're obviously fit yeah but um i just don't think he's good enough i don't know how we've given Xhaka a new contract mm. it's not it is, it's not actually a bad thing obviously you've seen the display put on for switzerland in the euros but we've been there and done it it's not worked has it yeah. so you know there's better players that you can bring in um i don't know what's happened to Aubameyang. I don't know. Would <laughs> you feel there were busyness? Uh, they were busy enough in the transfer window and so on? Or? Well, today we just confirmed Erdegaard and that Ramsdale from Sheffield United. Yeah. Which is it's crazy, paying £30 million for a goalkeeper from the Championship. Huh. But when you factor in the fact he's, yeah, he's 23, he's English, he played for, he was part of the England setup, blah, blah, blah. And I think there's a common misconception with goalkeepers that play for crap teams. Mm. If, you, if you're a goalkeeper playing for a crap team, you know what it feels like to be under pressure on a regular basis. Mm. Remember when Joe Hart got relegated with Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. He ended up being Man City in England number one. Jordan Pickford got relegated with Sunderland. Everton in England number one. Was it Robinson as well? Did it? Yeah, yeah, Portsmouth, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, David James. That's it, sorry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like you're getting the most practice, if anything. But mm. you don't lose games because of a goalkeeper, really, do you? Mm. It's, that's the last port of call before the goal. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you've got a good finisher, then the matter who's in goal, really, does it? So. Are you, are you happy with them two signings at the minute then? Yeah. Erdegaard, I mean, that should have been done and dusted ages ago. Yeah. Come on loan, it should have been an obligation to buy. Summertime comes, yeah, you'll do. See you mm. in a bit. It's good that we've ended up getting him for 30 instead of 50, which is which is decent. Yeah. But the fact that it's almost like they think that because they spent 30 million on a keeper, that that kind of compensates for the lack of movement in and around yeah. the transfer window. I mean, should have signed Basuma from Brighton for me. I think he's awesome. Yeah. I think yeah. he's an awesome player. And I, I, you'd like to think that... A, Transfer talks were as simple as someone going into the office and saying, right, Gaffer, I'm ready to leave, blah, blah, blah. You make a couple of phone calls, maybe haggle a bit back and forth, mm. put a meeting in place, have a meeting a couple of weeks down the line, hash everything out, you either stay in or you're going. Yeah. And but all this, oh yeah, there's there's ongoing talks with the, what what are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, really? I was saying to you uh, before the podcast, I did have uh, Stephen Warnock on yeah, the yeah, last yeah, yeah, the yeah. last pod, so we really mainly talked about his mental health. Actually, yeah, 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 there's yeah. another podcast, uh, the Prime Life Project, where they talk all football, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's brilliant. And I'm excited to see that one back. Um, I was filming it, you see. Yeah. Um, it's not out yet, but it'll be out in a few weeks. But he was explaining when, I think it was at Liverpool or Aston Villa, he really wanted to leave 
and there was so much confusion go on and the managers that didn't like him that actually play tricks on them so they take him down this path and you know you've got uh, your your manager who's looking after you and the person that sorts out that um the transfer mm. but who would be sorting out with Stephen? He's got a manager, Annie, that speaks to his man, actual coach. Like, oh, his agent. His agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew there was a word yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> it won't come into me. So his agent would be saying, "Yeah, this is right. We've got it all in in goings happening." And then this manager who is under would just go, "No, not happening." You and put a stupid price tag on him where mm-hmm. they, they can't reach or whatever, and it. It'd, he found out he was going somewhere while he was on holiday because he would had so much of it. He's like, I'm just going away for a bit, Mm-mm. and then saw a paper with him in it. <laughs> he was that's going, cra- that's crazy. How crazy is that? But that's crazy. It does feel like there's a lot of cogs turning yeah, 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 at yeah. all points. It's like the Harry Kane thing. He wants to go to Man City. They're yeah. saying, oh, astronomical prices, yeah. 160 million. There's being a professional, and then there's, you know, if he's had, he says he, has, he had a gentleman's agreement or whatever it was. By where if they don't get into the Champions League or whatever the case may be, following season I want to leave. Mm. Yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah, nothing's been signed or whatever, but there's a conversation that's clearly been had, and then obviously they're making it too difficult for Man City to actually sign him. Yeah, and that if was I've what made it saying. clear that I want to go somewhere, you know, it's no secret to anybody. He wants to go and win trophy as he should. Yeah. One of the best strikers in the world. Yeah. Why should why should he have to be you know tied down? I mean, I suppose in a sense it's probably his fault for signing the contract really and truly yeah yeah cool. initially but if you know there's going to be money on the table or whatever i'd just be like fuck you then i'm not playing I'm yeah i'm training i'm not playing find me all you want i'm rich i don't need the money mm. whatever yeah that is exactly what <laughs> that, that, Stephen described he really did he was saying he'd signed this contract he didn't know what he sort of got himself into that had a big falling out and just because of the falling out he wouldn't let him go because he was just being pedantic yeah oh somebody's life at stake yeah yeah do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. you've got family just, just, let, just, just, let, just let it go if someone don't want to be and, there and you've got uh, in your life you know we do music and so on we've got a big shelf life we mm. can carry on this for, for a long yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as long as your mind stays with you, you can keep writing 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 yeah, 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 football yeah. you're very malleable mm. you're very you've got a short time you better, of have it. A, you better have a character outside of football yeah that's the only way that you kind of get to stay in the game and and, and, and survive it yeah that's why the most unlikely people end up becoming the faces of footballers like as we know it today like, yeah who'd have thought Gary Neville and Jamie yeah. Carragher are the guys. How bloody good are they as oh, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. bloody good. I love uh, Roy Keane and Mika Richards. Though. Roy oh. Keane is just gold, mate, honestly. <laughs> Have you, did you see the road to Wembley? With, with Mika Richards picks Roy Keane up and it's like a five-part thing. I've not watched it, mate. No, I've not watched it. Is it really good? No, it's it? hilarious. It's, <laughs> Roy Keane is just, just stone-faced. Doesn't, doesn't change his um, doesn't change his facial expressions I've at all. I watched a recent one. It was uh, 50 Questions with Gary Neville. And he just they go on a walk together with the dogs. And Gary asks him 50 questions really quick. And he has to answer them. And he's, he is. He's just so authentic, isn't yeah, he? He's yeah, so himself. Yeah. And... I love rawness and realness yeah. unfolding. Like, he's one of my favourite people, and Gordon Ramsay is one yeah. of my favourite people. Oh, I just, God. I could just listen to the, to, to the pair of them. Well, I'm on Prime at the minute, um, Amazon Prime, yeah. and I've just gone back to all the... Was it Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares <laughs> when he goes in to save them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. there's ever been a better show. Oh, it's unreal, I, don't, isn't it? I honestly unreal. don't think there's ever been a better. It's so gripping. Yeah. All the time. The production value to that 
is so well done. Yeah. And then it got me so invested. I'm looking at all these restaurants now in 2021, yeah. seeing how many survived. And there's a few. There's not many. I never thought to do that, actually. There's That'd not be, many, yeah, but that, there's a that, few. That's something I'd actually take some time to actually do, I'm go- to be fair. It, well, honestly, well, there's some bad ones. Dude, there's some all really you've got to do, ones. there's an article, and it tells not even just if they survived, but is it the same people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and all the ins and outs of what happened to them after that show. Because uh, uh, a lot of it was for entertainment purposes yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just created a great show you can't change it really in a few weeks yeah, can you no, it's no, mentalities no, no. now yeah, you've got, <laughs> got e- everyone throws everybody under the bus every time don't they oh, it's, yeah. it's funny it's but funny to see dude i, I will binge watch that yeah and it, that, that, i love that one of them shows where you go one more just, oh, oh, just one more yeah 100% mate 100% <laughs> and even with the Hell's Kitchen one yeah just I just love watching like the reels of when he's like this fish is fucking raw <laughs> you 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 fuck off <laughs> oh, it kills when, when me he put every that time with uh, two buns on each side of her head and he goes tell me you're an idiot sandwich <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm an idiot sandwich yeah. <laughs> you fucking donkey who thinks about have you seen, saying have, that have you seen the show with Gordon Ramsay Gino DeCampo and I've seen it advertised just the guy that's there's another show that he's on, but apparently some international um, wine connoisseur. Yeah, I've, um, he's a nice guy. I like yeah, him. French, French guy. I forget what his name is. That's really funny. Is it? That's really funny. There's one where they go and have edibles, and Gino De Campo gets absolutely twisted on edibles. Laughing his arse off. Oh, it's or? unreal. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, they, they the just had mad it. paranoia then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bless you. Here they go. Spirals now. That. I mean, I used to smoke weed. I smoked weed for about thirteen years now. Wow, um, nice work. <laughs> that, but that was that, that was one of the reasons. The paranoia yeah, from that, that was me too, man. Yeah, yeah. Struggled, I struggled with that a lot. Uh, well, I didn't smoke a lot of weed. I just found myself smoking weed, and like one of my friends, um, even to this day, suffers with schizophrenia and stuff. And I watched it all unfold yeah. as he was getting more and more ill. And everyone's kind of put. And his name was Jordan as well. Ah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and everyone's put it down to him smoking weed and he was really intelligent and he used to rap as well and he was sick they, I, I had a psychosis and mm. schizophrenia. I don't know how I got out of it because I was so close. They wanted to section me, mm. like my mum and dad, um, because I had a breakup. Yeah. And again, I think I said before, but I really seek validation or mm, did. Mm, mm, mm. So when I got it in, actually it was the first heart, time i'd had my heart broken because i was always sort of getting with girls and then running off going traveling Mm -hmm. whatever but it was probably my first feeling of love Mm. and i just did not take it well it was the end of everything for me so i've had a pretty active physical life and we're talking probably 1920 here uh, got back from travelling South Africa with her for a year, mm. came home. I worked in Thornton's because I just wanted more money to go away again. Yeah, yeah. I got home one day and it was just a letter on my bed. And yeah. she just said, I've gone. You're not going to see me again. And she, like, no number, no nothing. I never spoke to her again. And it just like, mm. it flipped me. So I got into substances, really the psychedelic route, uh, weed and all that. And I had, um, it was like pro and paranoia mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it was always, I needed people around. So I'd be on a, on a drug fuel trip or something, yeah. but it was like me and somebody. So it's like me and my mate Jags yeah, or yeah, yeah, me yeah. and whoever else and me. And I'd, I'd done like trips and stuff mm-hmm. 15 times in a month. Flipping it, that's... And I, I, but because I'd 
loving my heart for all the people around. I didn't like question them at first, mm-hmm. and I thought I built up like, are we going to build a retreat? Are we going to like a commune? Are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I, I got this like weird, horrible god complex. It yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. awful, and I was building up a story. But then, as I started losing my mind, and the more the drugs always taking, 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 um, it did. It went south, and I was like, maybe they're actually all against me. Mm-hmm. And have you seen the film Shutter Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was so there, so deeply engrossed in that ego part of yourself and making a story up. The moment that got me out of it, and this is literally the only thing, apart from my, I got tasered on lsd (laughs) and that's a long story (laughs) but but even but even after that i was still on a oh yeah but mikey dear Mm -hmm. but the one moment i'm so lucky i had this is my grandma has been my saving grace through life because i've had a tricky life Mm -hmm. i've had a long uphill battle i've not had much love and it's been and people think we're rich and we're really not Mm -hmm. but it's just been not much love shown Mm -hmm. but my grandma give it me and the second I thought she was against me and she was going to poison me or she would, whatever I thought, mm-hmm. and something in me went, no. It was like, don't ever question her. She's, she's the one that stayed. She, mm-hmm. And, yeah, and yeah, honestly, yeah. It, it just sent me on a, I got to sort my shit out. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah, I stopped yeah, yeah. doing all drugs completely. That's sick there that you even, you know, find yourself in a place where you had that, that moment of clarity. Dude, it was, cr- it was I mean? so wild. Mm. I cried. I just, uh, I called up my mate and said, listen, dude, I've even been scared of you a little bit. I've had to, I'm going to have to change my whole circle for a bit. And I just locked myself away. Mm-hmm. I stopped going out. I just wrote all my, like, music was very dark. Mm-hmm. But I was inside for three four months went out a little bit didn't trust people but yeah it's been years from that now mm-hmm. and i've got to gain myself i've got my family together yeah, yeah, yeah. i feel so good but i, I went to the darkest yeah. depths i could imagine going man so yeah dr- I, I i really i'm not an anti-drug guy mm. i think they they probably have a place i think really we've lost the war on drugs I'd make them legal because there wouldn't be dark markets and people yeah, would know yeah. what they're doing. Um, so when I go and have conversations with my friends or younger people, I try and give them the truce. I'm like, some people shouldn't because they've got problems darker and deeper mm-hmm. that maybe they could confront through it. Yeah, yeah But yeah, there's yeah. other ways of doing it. So I'm, I, I think it's a great... It's, it's about a five-hour yeah. conversation. No, 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 because it's a really interesting conversation that I'd like to hear because it's like... My thing is from the opposite side of it. I used yeah. to sell drugs. Yeah. So, not on a big scale or anything. And it was always out of necessity. Every any time I dip my toe in, yeah, I'd do a little bit of weed, a little bit of coke. You know, just just do yeah, my yeah. little do, do my little bits on, on, uh, mate, on the I know roads. it all. I know it all. Do you know what I mean? And so, I've always known it from the standpoint of running people down for money or someone's dog getting kicked off and this person yeah. getting robbed. Someone robbing me of th- this or someone running off with some money or me owing people money that I've lost and yeah. all, all that all that side of it. Completely. But then you forget that you're, like, you're doing all this just for personal gain for whatever reason and forgetting that there's a completely different flip side yeah. to, to what, I mean, the people that are, that are dealing with the things that you've gone through mm. would have loved to have had the issues that people like myself have had. I've, not, I've never made no big... I've got a lot of friends that, that have made a lot of money doing what, doing what they do. But I was never... Um, I always did it out of necessity through yeah. struggle and things yeah. like that. 
And um, I never really liked a lot of people like nowadays. You find that people sell drugs just so they can tell you that they sell drugs. Yeah, Do you yeah. Get what I mean, there's people with good jobs that sell drugs Badge. just to be in some form of circles to be able to have conversations, sit around the table and have them conversations like, oh, yeah, he owes me 10 grand. Yeah, yeah, I went and did nah. this. And blah, blah, blah. Oh, do you want to go to Dubai? Do you want to go to Marbella? Yeah. Yeah. All them, it's, everything's the, the, the same. Everyone's like a, you know, a, a walking target for a falsity, for, for, <laughs> for, 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 falsity, mm. for police driving around in this car do yeah yeah i get it i get it if you if if you're getting it in a certain way and whatever but um i think there's there's people that there's people that sell drugs there's drug dealers and there's hustlers yeah i think there's do, do, do you know what i mean the people that sell drugs these days tend to do it for a form of validation yes. on 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 some part because i remember there's a guy when i used to um do my bits i mean, never i'll never forget it came up to me one day, one day and, I, and um, I thought he wanted to come, up, come. I thought he was approaching me to say, oh, "Have you got anything?" Sort of thing. And he was like, "Bro, why are you doing this? This is this this, this ain't you. You're too much of a nice guy to do this." And mm. da, 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 da. So I'm doing it because I need to. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no other reason. Lo and behold, from what I'm from what I'm aware of, this this this, this guy that I'm talking about as a job, as a wife, as a kid, yeah. little bit younger than me and whatever, driving around in a Range Rover. Yeah. And he works on the railway and sells enough coke mm. as his door kicked off and stuff all the time gets caught with scales baggies grands in cash just driving around all the time just he wants, he wants to be seen yeah and I just find it amazing that I remember that I never forget that guy was the one that came up to me and said well how come you do this and at the time he didn't even used to take drugs but it's all mm. part of being I mean I put that down to people's use of social media then mm. i think that's a bit because they see all these little things and yeah it seems like it's within arm's reach all the time yeah so you know they, they, they do all these little things that are out of character to put themselves in position so they can take that picture that they saw that they thought was yeah. cool or yeah. go to that place and say that they went to that place because they got the money from doing this or and it's all for the wrong reasons do you know what i mean it's and i find and i find it sounds really bad saying it I feel like selling drugs ain't the same no more. Mm. I'm not trying to be an advocate no, no, for selling drugs, but it's all a bit of a farce. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's some people that really, really do that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's really part of who they are for whatever reason. It's, it's all really tied into your upbringings spin. and stuff. I've never heard of that side yeah, of it yeah, before. Yeah, people I all of a sudden just find like, it fascinating we got on that yeah, precipice yeah, yeah. spin. I think it's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's, and, and, and all the time, they're, they're, they're going out of their way to be seen in a certain light and don't even consider the fact that people go through things like what you just mm, said mm. and a lot of them now that sell drugs also take the drugs they sell yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean it's it's a wild conversation isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 definitely definitely i think the approach that we've got with substances is a little bit too authoritarian it's mm. too direct there there's an enemy and we're going to police it and mm. we're going to attack it and i think what we should see it as on the other my side of the spin is is a health problem yeah and i don't think we need to take compassion out of a health problem because people that are on drugs are often trying to escape from something mm. of the reality that they're living in yeah and i do feel if drugs were more understood mm. more educated we had people explaining quantities yeah, yeah, yeah. mate take take it away no, so you've just bought me um 
to, to the realization you saw one of my videos a few yeah. weeks back from like about three years ago so i had this song called truth yeah and it was all based on a conversation i had in the studio oh it's a and sick was talking yeah, about man. all those things and whatever and i was like what if there was a drug that you could take that allowed you to see the world for what it actually is yeah and i also had a conversation with another fellow uh, rapper friend of mine casey the rookie and he used to tell me that because i think he used to live in germany for quite some time and he says that he used to um take take drugs but on a more experimental yeah thing um and i remember him telling me about it was in some acid trip and he was telling me about how he literally stepped into the matrix yeah and seen all these codes and all yeah. this all, all this madness and um Who's to say, right, with certain with, with certain drugs mm-hmm. that they aren't allowing you to see the actual reality yeah. of what of 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 what it is that you're living? Mm. Because outside of you experiencing what you can experience, there's no way that you can validate that anything other than what you can see is actually is actually real. Mm. As I'm talking to you now, whatever's behind me doesn't exist. hundred mm. percent. Do, do, do you know? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So who's to say <laughs> that? vibration and yeah 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 who's to say this isn't the drug yeah right now a hundred percent you know that's kind of our belief and if you're gonna make a a real stance and argument point on any form of drug i think the more the psychedelic approach Mm -hmm. is one that you could really go down the path of now because particularly through america Mm. i don't know if you've seen this but mma fighters and I think they're using American footballers have a lot of CT, so head trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the cripple with it, and the common understanding with science is as soon as them neurons are switched off, it's game over. Mm-hmm. You don't get them back. Literally, there's a study just been done, conducted, and I think it was via Harvard. So mm. the it's looking yeah, yeah. progressive, but they're using magic mushrooms. They're using magic mushrooms on. MMA fighters with CT and American footballers with CT, and I'm I'm not making this stat up and, and numbers. I think it was like eighty six percent have regenerated these wow. neurons yeah, 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 yeah. that had switched and off. It, 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 it makes perfect sense because any, anything that grows from from, from the earth, it's, Amen, brother. It's, it's, Amen. it's for us. Like. And, I, and again, what I'm saying is. If we started talking about drugs on this level, we'd be able to get intellects and science backed mm. behind it. Yeah. And then you don't just get Mikey from Old Farm preaching about drugs yeah, or yeah, saying yeah. anything on the uh, advocating or not advocating, but you get real honest conversations where people who are curious or want an understanding about drugs get to learn about them through much better mm, sources. Mm, 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 mm. But we have to do it all underground now and all yeah, through yeah, this yeah. weird sort yeah, of yeah. shady market mm. way of doing it. And you don't, you have to go to Reddit or somewhere if you want to learn about how much you should take. So, dude, I wouldn't have been doing LSD 15 times in a month <laughs> knowing <laughs> what I know now. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've heard about psychosis. I've heard about schizophrenia, yeah. what, ha- what can happen. But there's just, don't do it. Mm. oh i did it once and actually i literally had the best night of my existence because and on a truth because i, I was ready to, this is my story and i won't go all the way through it but i was on suicide watch mm. and i was so ready to tune out i, I i've ne- i kind of got happier because i planned it and i knew mm. what i was going to do and i really this is a hundred percent true man on that night uh, i read a reddit thing and it said, before you do anything stupid, because I typed in easiest ways to die, um, and I was looking through loads of things, this one guy put, before you do anything stupid, why don't you try psychedelic? And I was like, I live in Ripley. 
I know where to, I can locate in a second. I'll be all right. So never done anything like that before. And I did. I went and located. I sat on my bed. My dad was sat across from me because he uh, was watching me all the time. And that was pretty much the night where I was going to go bathroom and, and do it. I, re- mm-hmm. I 100% promise you I mean that. And I, uh, I, I popped. I took it. I told my dad, I said, Dad, you're going to have to go now. He went, why? I went, because I've done some LSD and your head's just turned into a pineapple. Shit, and I swear on my life I said up. that. But, dude, um, I'll tell you a couple, just two things that happened that night and I've never forgotten. It meta-programmed everything about me. Mm-hmm. And the first one, I don't tell this in schools, by the way. (laughs) This is my platform. But the first one was I had basically an ego death. Mm. So I'm having this experience where I've just come to the realisation I'm definitely going to die. So I'm I'm going, I'm like, I'm ready. And everything's just dark. So I think, what do I want to die to? And I've got blew the bear on my arm from this, from Jungle Book. Mm -hmm. I go, I'll put on the Jungle Book. That'll do me. So what happened was, I'm I'm starting to die, and then as I put on the Jungle Book, I'm really conscious, like really aware of what they're saying, and it's when the the bare necessities, <laughs> and and I, I I look up and it it looks a bit brighter, mm. and then Blue the Bear goes into his breakdown, and he says this quote, and I'll never forget it, and it sort of really accelerated my writing after this because I thought how powerful words can be. And he said, let me tell you something, little Bridget. And because I was so low after leaving this girl and struggling so much, I was looking for answers Mm -hmm. all the time. I was like, why didn't she love me? Why does nobody love me? Why has my life been this wreck? And he said, if you're looking for something that can't be found, when you find out you can live without it, go along not thinking about it. Mm. And I, I swear on my life, this visually happened, mate. I looked up... And everything was bouncing. The room was beautiful, bright, and incredible. And I got up and I just started dancing. That's crazy. And I was like, I don't want to die. There's something else. There's something else for me here. So the last little part of this was um, I got a picture of the girl that I was going out with. Mm. And I was so angry at her for doing what she did. And I remember looking at it, and again, that feeling of the, the room collapsing in and me going to die again happened. And I'm like, oh, so angry. And I looked at the picture, and I swear on my life, she turned into like a devil face. Oh, shit. Visually, I'm, I've gone to a very far part of the trip, and she's she's her form and her shape has turned. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, what the f- is this? So then... I, as I'm getting like really upset from this, I'm I'm just ready to go again. I say, Mikey, she, why are you so angry at her? She had reason to leave. It's not just like she was just horrible to you and that was it. Yeah, she, there was reason for her to go. She was a nice person. She was actually good heart. And as I started saying good words, the room turned again, and everything went beautiful. And I went. From just changing the way I think, mm-hmm. my whole reality turned. And that, they were the two things of that experience where I went, oh my God, this is so powerful. 
But that's the thing, because I didn't have knowledge on what yeah. could happen yeah, after, yeah, yeah. I got addicted to not mm. the substance, but the feeling yeah, the substance yeah, yeah. gave. So I just went on a... I wanted everyone to try it then. I was like, come here, I've got this thing. And I was just being reckless and stupid with it, because there's no real information there. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think... I really do think, and I, I don't advocate anything, I think professionals know a lot more than me, X, Y, and Z, but you can only go on your truth of your existence and your story, yeah, 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 yeah. and I come with mine, and that's something, it saved my life, mm. it changed the way I think, massively, but just don't get caught up in the rock, like going down, yeah, down, yeah, down, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. down, do you know what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. So no, I feel that. Beautiful. That's a crazy story, man. That's, Mad, that's, isn't it? That's a crazy story. We've got stories to tell, yeah, brother. trust me, man. Dude, this is actually, this podcast is going to be out tomorrow. Oh, six. six because six. I've uh, I've not had anyone in I got the COVID about two months ago mm. and I had loads of people in lined up and done. And then the last one went out this Friday. You should watch that one, actually. Her name's Tiffany, and she's in the Circle of Light. I th- do you know what? I think I might have followed her Oh, dude, from she's so lovely. On, so on, cool. And small, we're looking at... Small blonde girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- yeah, yeah. Awesome so seen, person. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that she was in the uh, Circle of Light. And, and yeah. we're... Well, she's actually... Um, I think she's been becoming one of the directors for it as oh, well. Wicked, she's yeah, taking yeah. on a bigger approach. And we're going to do a little 20-minute podcast together mm. uh, called he said she said all right uh, so we can have a female perspective male and talk mm-hmm, about those mm-hmm. issues that i was telling you off air yeah, yeah, yeah. um but because i've got to edit this one tonight mm. we could do three four we could do a joe rogan together i know that but we're two t- nearly two hours 20 oh, seriously <laughs> <laughs> and i'm thinking bless me <laughs> i'm gonna be up till midnight now that's crazy but that's crazy honestly brother do you know if you wanted to do something on this merit and do a little podcast series because all we'd have to do is meet up on a day do four topics yeah. and then we'll have a month of content yeah 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 definitely but yeah definitely i'd, I'd love I to talk believe, to you about I, that I, I, can't, I can't believe that that amount of time's gone that's it's crazy. just it's crazy man it's I, crazy. I, I absolutely love this it's yeah, but man. you are you are a really awesome human mm-hmm. and you've got your music side to tell me about yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, i'm gonna ask you in a minute like where people can find your stuff and what yeah, you've got yeah, coming yeah, yeah, up yeah. but I just want to say thank you because no, I'm thank you, thank, absolutely. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's everything this. that I expected it to be because, like I was saying to you, I've I've watched you things like on numerous occasions. Bless you, man. And I've, before coming here, I felt like I already knew you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, have you not have you not been told that before by people? I feel like you, I feel like you have that thing about you where people kind of familiarise themselves with you before not, you've even not on the podcast but at events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, no, it, it doesn't don't surprise me at all. It's funny, you go out, don't you? Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, and I bet you get it. People will come up to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, you're a, you're a face out there, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. And they talk to you like they know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, d- you do have to take a minute. You go, sorry, am I being rude or, or do we know each other? And then they go, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. I've just been watching this, this yeah, and that. Yeah, and you yeah. go, oh, thank God, because I, I don't want to be a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, yeah. honestly, man, uh, if you have any time coming up, uh, I think there's yeah, collaborations yeah, yeah, definitely, to be definitely, had. Definitely. But, like I say, you've got a shitload on at the minute yeah, and I respect yeah, the hell yeah, out of it. Yeah. So tell the audience and, and some, A, what they can find of and expect of you and where can find it so music music wise i mean um obviously as you know i rap um we about, will have to do another podcast though to talk just, about just that because it's <laughs> yeah, fucking that's, awesome that, that's something in its in itself Whole even new episode how, that. How, how it started family members that tie into yeah it's crazy mm. um but I'm on, I'm on that whenever yeah um, so i've got a new project coming out the project's called god body tapestry 
Um, Dude, it's freaking good. Gone back to just, 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 just bars, just trying to be a, a bad motherfucker. Basically, but the, exp- um, the instrumental was very. So that's me. I didn't and, that's myself and, and, and Claude Money. Um, so previously, I had a project last year um, that, that came out called Joyce. So Joyce was my my nana. Um, so I named it after her. And there was five songs, and it was it was like a jazz EP. Mm. So each song referenced a different female in my life wow so one was my so it was named after my mum's mum i've got a song about my dad's mum um called little miss sunshine wow um that's what they used to call her in church she used to go to the seven day adventist church on wells road in st anne's and um she was like a big personality yeah and in jamaica about when it comes to like people of like a small stature that have big personality this is a saying it's um so the saying is um she little but she talawa so it's like she's small but she's just she lights up the room I and, 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 and in church her nickname was little miss sunshine nice so i made that i made that song lovely i look i actually absolutely adore that song and um got a song with my daughter on it me and my me and my daughter go back to back mm. on a song it's that's about oh, her wow. and then um, how old's your daughter uh, just turned five Wow! Just five. So, back, she was, so she oh, was three it. when she did this. So cool. Um, and then the other ones are just about just a couple of different women in my life that, mm. I've, that, that just to reference. And it was a beautiful piece. And we actually did a live rendition of the entire EP at Mount Street. Um, oh, cool! And, and, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we filmed filmed it all. So we've got a video for each individual song. Oh. So the idea was initially to use that as. Um, you know, a, a means of distributing things to promoters for festivals. Yeah. Obviously, COVID comes along, kicks everyone's ass. Yeah, yeah. Can st- we're still going to try and try and do something with it, but you know, um, we've got another project coming up where we've got a, um, a collaboration with um, a clothing brand in Amsterdam through our friends in Marbella. So, m- my producer Claude Money, who's also my business partner from Boom for Real, w- alongside um, Oscar. Um, Rudy is another singer so we've got our own um, label which we also offer different services mainly it's for um, Club Money's mixing and mastering skills Oscar's songwriting I might get a little bit of ghostwriting in there if there's any rappers who want to come with some serious money but you're not getting verses for, yeah, for cheap mate you know dude, I mean? dude. And, um, we just got a publishing deal with a label called Horus so the Joyce thing is actually going to be put out through them first even though we've already put it out last year and um just try and get it to grow a few more legs really wow. so we're just going to try and rework that again and so yeah now coming up on it's actually been pushed back to the 30th of august this god body tapestry project eight songs no i've got no features on it i'm just kicking ass just all the way through just mate. just just bars on these crazy mad loops that that club money's found i mean he's a genius mate honestly and um Obviously, you've listened to it, so we've inserted a lot of like little comedy segments from films and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And in this kind of new age underground rap, it's like those old school nuances of like comedy and them things that you would reference if you've got a certain sense of humour. Mm, um, mm. Things that we like to it's throw in jokes. there quite, 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 quite often. There's a lot of Will Ferrell in my things. Yeah. I think he's fucking hilarious. Oh, he's do great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, fucking love you, man. I could honestly do. <laughs> so, this podcast could be forever. Because then you're going down film route, and I love. 
love oh, Fillmore than stop, anything. Stop, stop, stop. So we'll, have, we'll just have to do a part shit. two. We'll have to do a part two. <laughs> That's we'll wicked, man. We'll have to do a part man. two, man. So tickets for it. Could, How about this has been your first bloody podcast I know, as well. I know, I know, Fucking I know. Hell. You're I, born to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you are literally born for this, dude. What what an incredible guy. I re- yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. And just to reiterate, where can they find you? Where can they? So on Instagram, it's online littles. On Twitter, it's littles online. So, you know, just just reverse the online littles. Um, Do you have a website? Yeah. So we've got boomforreal.com. That's currently um, under construction. It's obviously, it's our first website for our company. Mm. Um, it's these guys that kind of steer the ship for that. I am one of the directors, but these guys kind of carry me. I'm not even going to lie. Wow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> mate, you're aware of self. Yeah, that's yeah, the most you, important I mean? part of life. So that's going to be, that, that's, that, that's definitely underway. That's definitely going to be something that people can see for certain ser- services from studio time to mixing, mastering, mm. songwriting and things of that nature. Mate. Um, I've also got a football pack- podcast called Fucking Do You Know Ball. Yeah. Um, again, it's, we're, in, we're in the early days, but it's something that we're just going to run with. And again, you should, um, if you do have guests and stuff on, yeah. uh, a few other people, I'll give you a couple of contacts. But uh, the Project Zeus boys, yeah. who I, I do a um, podcast called Series of Theories, mm. and we ask the big questions. The one I'll send to you is the war on, Have We Lost the War on Drugs? I think we are we went to about 40 minute depth on that and it was really good but Sam well Josh and Sam uh, they're with Tiff in the band mm-hmm. they love their football and yeah. he uh, Sam I think particularly would encyclopedia with you yeah. he'd know everything it's just uh, we, we did um the one before the the Euros, uh, we were talking about the England team, our best England team, X, Y, and Z, and I just was in awe of how much this man knows mm-hmm. about football. It, it does. It gives me a come up when some yeah. people are passionate about something. My heart sold. Yeah. I'm going. Just enlighten me. Yeah, enlighten yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a good feeling, man. Especially if you can if if you can relate to it as well. Yeah, do you know, do yeah. You know what I mean, it just makes it that mo- that bit more. Special, do you know what I mean? But well, yeah, man. Dude, yeah. I can't thank you enough for being here. Yeah, yeah, thank, thank, thank you, man. Can I just give a, a few, few, few shout-outs? So Big, first of yeah, all, yeah. shout-out to the man I'm each and every time. Insight Community Project. Um, look out for us. With, with that also, that's another place that you can um, kind of catch other things that I do. So Insight Community Project Men. on uh, Instagram. Um, I've got a friend who's just started um, a new cookie dough baking uh, company called Pearl's Pantry. Sick. Next time I come, I'll bring you some. They're really? Un- honestly, unreal. Next level. Un- unreal. Like, it was my cousin's wedding last week and he, he did he did some for the wedding and it was, yeah, just, just unreal. Wow. Um, Shouts out to my mum, my sisters, my daughter, the other half, Boom For Real, hip-hop, Nottingham. Mate, I yeah, need man. to take some leaves out of your book because when I do talks or do whatever, I don't give enough credit to all those people that made us who we are today. Well, that's the thing. I come from Nottingham and you have to understand, people, there's a common misconception with Nottingham. It is a very crabs-in-the-barrel mentality. People, especially in in rap, definitely for sure. Anybody will tell you, people don't really like to see the other person get into where it is yeah. that they want to be. Yeah. And, you know, I've had that with many people many many artists i think that's one of like that's a bit of the fuel for this new project in mm. a sense um not not that i've got anything against anyone but i know there's you know, you know how people you know how people are you know right. that 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 whole throwing shade hating type type, type behavior and that's kind of a fuel to, to, to my fire to mm. to just just kick ass when i'm rapping and at the minute it, the weirdest thing with people is when you're on the way up 
they're kind of there mm-hmm. and they want to support the hell out of you because they're like, oh, bless him, he's doing yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. You get somewhere and they go, not that far, though. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's weird. I've, I've so, definitely had that in my life, man. So, so, so yeah, you, just have to, you, have, you have to just, you know... Take You can't take people's shine, just watch them glow and just acknowledge it. Especially for you, mates. Here's one of my bars. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. I <laughs> love it. I love You've it. been listening. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's true. But yeah, yeah man, I appreciate uh, you having me here, man. It's Guys, been sick. Yeah, man. you've been a part of the Old Farm Bus, Back of the Bus Sessions podcast, and I've really enjoyed this yeah, it's been sick man thank honestly. you so much for being yeah, here what do i leave you on what do we say every time be nice to one another you beautiful set of buggers all you gotta do I just like be them. nice <laughs> game over see you soon guys they love